Hello, and welcome back to the Orology Podcast. This is the podcast where we will study and talk about all things aura. Today, we are talking about the anatomy of the aura. Once again, I'm Lysandra Vasquez, owner of Orology, which is a pop-up-based aura photo and video studio that focuses on providing our community with empowering and accurate information with the hope that each person will leave with a better understanding of their aura and how it relates to the world. Which brings us back to today's topic, the anatomy of the aura. If you've ever gotten an aura reading from me, you know that I go over the meaning of the different placement of colors and what it means while I have your photo in front of us. Uh, Today we will be talking about what those color areas are, as well as discussing the seven layers of the aura and what they mean. For those of you who are new, the aura is an electromagnetic field that surrounds every living being. What you see with our aura photos is a color interpretation of that energy as translated through biofeedback technology. Our technology in particular was created by Guy Coggins. If you want to know more, listen to the first episode. Most people have a fixed inner aura color that remains constant depending on their personality and basic nature. However, there are many layers to the aura and the color of the outer aura changes temporarily with the individual's mood and what they're currently going through. A good aura reader can distinguish between these layers of your energy that are underlying and semi-permanent versus the thought forms, moods, or energy that is in flux. I like to preface all readings by saying that no color is better than another. Each color comes with its own lessons and insights as well as positive and challenging traits. And if you've ever gotten an aura reading from me, it might be a good idea to locate your photo while we explain the anatomy of the aura so you can get a quick refresher. And if you have yet to get an aura photo done from anywhere, um, no worries. You can head over to our Instagram at underscore auraology underscore to take a peek at all of the examples that we have available while we talk about the anatomy of the aura. All right. So. The right side of the body, which is going to be the left side of your aura photo, represents one's masculine side or expressive side. It is how you show up to the world and what you bring to the table. It also symbolizes your recent past. At times, there might not be color in this position, which may indicate some sort of loss, a move, or a wish to let go of the past. A hole usually indicates a change of some sort. Right. And so then we move to the left side of the body, which is the right side of the aura photo. This side represents the feminine side. It's um, the part of you that receives, feels and imagines. This is the part of the aura that indicates what you're creating. Therefore, it is called the future side of the aura. When there's an abundance of color in this position, that can indicate to me that this individual is uh, future focused. And when there's a lack of color there, this person might be dwelling on the past or not really having anything in particular that they're working towards. 
the center of the aura photo, which is above the person's head. This era represents the present moment, uh, which is as straightforward as it sounds. <laughs> but if there's a band of color stretching out like an arc over the main color of the aura, like at the very tippy top, if you see like a band uh, above the present moment color, that is representative of the person's hopes, goals, and dreams. An example would be if somebody has a green arc uh, their ultimate hope is to experience growth, love, and prosperity, but they might have a, a different color underneath that. Uh, that might be what they're currently experiencing versus their hopes and goals. So um, oftentimes there will be a very distinct color over the face. And so when there's a distinct color over the face, the energy that we, uh, I, I read this as the energy that we lead with, a sort of social mask, uh, not necessarily with a negative connotation of like, oh, you're being fake. But it can also show how the individual communicates. Um, if the color extends over the throat chakra, um, it's or specifically over the mouth, that can indicate how you communicate with the world. If you have a color over your throat and body, those will correspond to the chakras that are uh, lying underneath them. For example, a color, a distinct color directly over your heart directly corresponds to what you're holding dear in your heart. Okay. So now that we know the placement of the aura energies, we can talk about the different shapes and sizes of the aura. Some people have auras that expand all the way out. And these people are, are folks that are showing spiritual expansion, expressiveness, extroversion, social activity, a desire for connection, gregariousness, positive growth, and a sense of adventure. Auras that are closer into the body belong to people who are more introverted. Their focus is going to be more inward. They're more sensitive and desire more time alone. Sometimes people can actively shrink their aura to achieve peace and tranquility and rest. I always say that whenever I'm uh, taking photographs and want to shrink myself and kind of just be not seen, I, I feel like I'm shrinking my aura at that time. So we can... We can control um, our energy field in that sense. So I feel like that's when I, I, I purposely shrink my aura, just to give you an example of when we do that. So now that we've gone over the different sides of the layer and the sizes of the aura, we can put our photos away and talk about the seven layers. Each layer relates to the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual condition of the individual. We store energetic vibrations within each layer of our aura. And today we are going to go through each one, starting with the closest to the body and all the way out to the outermost layer. All right. So the first, I call it, um, before we start, I, I like to call our aura the an energetic seven layer dip. And so I would like you to do me a favor and with me, just like, you know, picture a seven layer dip around you. It's just going to make it a lot more fun. <laughs> At least it's fun for me. Anyway, continue. So our first layer is the etheric layer, and it is connected to the root chakra. The vibration here is pulsating at a slower pace, so it's easier to see. 
quote unquote easier to see because of the slower frequency. It is this particular layer is known to be stronger with athletic people who are more active and therefore connected to the the ground, that root, um, that kundalini energy. It connects us to our aura with our physical it connects our aura to our physical body, um, our organs, bones, tissues, etc. So what we mean by it's easier to see with the slower vibration, it just means that we can pick up this energy at an easier um rate just because it's going to be a little bit just like uh, if, if you're uh, watching a hummingbird if you think about it like that the faster their wings go we just don't see them but um the when they do slow down is when we can actually see their wings so if you think about the energy levels like that um that's why it would be easier for us to see the lower vibrations okay the second layer is our emotional layer. This layer is a few inches from our body directly above the etheric layer. The chakra connected with this layer is our solar plexus, which represents our emotions and feelings. This is an important layer because our emotions can very quickly affect our physical body, which can explain our physical response to stress, among other things. Okay. Then our third layer is called the mental layer. It represents our state of mind, our thoughts, and our cognitive process, which is where our sacral chakra comes in with that bright yellow color, okay? And then this particular layer can be really strong with those who have overactive minds and engage in mental tasks. Then we go to the fourth layer of our dip, <laughs> which is called the astral layer. Um, the chakra associated with this layer is the heart chakra. This layer in is where we form our astral cords with others. That's where our sacred bonds. And if you've ever heard that of the process of needing to cut cords with people that are very... Um, where their souls are tied and connected to us, those are astral cords. And that this is the layer of the aura and the chakra in which we get bound to others. So by observing this layer, we can tell a lot about the current state of our heart. And it's stronger during loving relationships and can be weaker or muddy during disputes with loved ones or breakups. The fifth layer is the etheric template. I know you already think that I said that we have an etheric layer, and you're right, that's the first layer. But this is the fifth layer, which is the etheric template um, or templates. Um, but this fifth layer is connected to the throat chakra and is essentially a blueprint of the body that exists on the physical plane, hence the name etheric template. This layer is made stronger with authentic communication, and it's a part of your identity, physical level, and overall energy. So it's a really important layer. And then the sixth layer of our aura is called the celestial layer. The third eye chakra, chakra <laughs> is the leader of this layer. This uh, celestial layer carries a very powerful vibration. In a healthy person, this layer extends 
uh, two to three feet away from the body and is strengthened when the individual has a strong energetic practice, whether that be any sort of like kundalini yoga ritual or any other type of ritualistic practice that gets their energy uh, connected to that third eye. This layer is responsible for holding our experiences and lets us know when there's something bigger than ourselves out there. The final and outermost layer is the catharic template. Like, oof, what a name. <laughs> Our seventh layer, which is the furthest from the physical body, it is connected to the crown chakra and it pulsates at a much higher vibration than the first layer of the aura. Like I said, this layer is like the like the hummingbird, we're, we're, we're at hummingbird level now, okay? Um, <laughs> and it's a truly magical layer that contains the blueprint of your soul. So if you remember that the uh, fifth layer contains the template of your physical body, but this layer contains the blueprint of your soul. So from this lifetime, and it can, so it has the blueprint of your soul from this lifetime and those before. It extends three to five feet from the body. So energy exists in different vibrational frequencies. And if you think about those just, just being layers, um, the slower frequencies are more rooted. Therefore, it's easier for most people to access and feel. And the higher frequencies require more sensitivities or trained beings to interpret them or even sense them. Uh, so if you feel like you can sense, uh, if you ever, it's, it's, if you don't feel like you can sense energies, the ones that are like blueprint of the soul, do not be hard on yourself. Sometimes it takes, it takes time to be trained to feel those if you don't naturally have those gifts. Um, but from what I understand, you can, everyone has the ability to train themselves to become more sensitive. Obviously, um, everyone also has the ability to like play basketball, but not everybody's going to be LeBron James. So I don't know if that helps anybody, but or maybe that makes everybody feel worse. So maybe that's a bad example. But, you know, I can ball to the best of my ability. <laughs> anyway, so there you have it. It's the anatomy of the aura. Now you know what the different regions of the aura mean, as well as the seven layers. And the next episode we will have, we will be talking about the colors. I know we covered the chakras today um, and the layers and that they correspond to a different color. So now we're going to tie it all in together with the colors and what the light and shadow aspects mean of each color. Thanks again so much for listening. Until next time, keep on shining. Boo, boo. <laughs> See ya. Hello, hello, and thanks so much again for listening. My goodness. Again, if you are listening to this part of the podcast, you are an angel. My goodness. Have you lost weight? You look younger. Oh, my God. Anyway, so uh, today we use a couple of very specific resources, and although I have a bunch of books on it, I did find that the wording of some of these websites that I used were fantastic to explain the layers of the aura. So for the layers of the aura, I mainly utilized um, foreverconscious.com's um, 
resource on the seven auras. I used AuraPhoto.com to uh, be the guide for the anatomy of the aura. And then PsychicCenter.com gave me a really great interpretation of what um, an aura reading means. So those were my references for this. Again, everything that I'm passing on to you, I will always do my best to uh, let you know where I got my information. So then you can do any uh, research of your own because this is what we're doing. We're studying the auras and thanks again for listening. You're the best. Goodbye.